1: You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my god! You've got all your Charger gear on. because you're Feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. The fans loved it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert on the move and throws and touchdowns. Do this
2: together.
3: Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog, sitting with my buddy Kev Hug and Duggan. Oh my god, let's do this! I'm excited. Let's roll. And Cal the coach, Duggan. Okay, I'm just
4: gonna get in front of this. Kevin's all excited about the Salier thing that he called it out, but he was <laughs> he still it. wrong. Wrong I is wrong. It. You called, called right it. tackle. <laughs> he's playing left tackle, so you're wrong.
3: You just called Brian Balaga, Iowa, the, and he's on a wrong. couch somewhere. At least I'm in the right ballpark of what happened.
4: <laughs> I was wrong. You were wrong. We were both wrong.
3: How wrong was I? Let's uh, hear it in the, in there's the no, comments. There's I'm no pretty sure Kyle was wrong. absolutely wrong. wrong. Is I, wrong. Was, <laughs> I wasn't that wrong. I said right tackle, and I didn't even consider left tackle. And guess what? That's what he is. So I'm excited about it.
4: So yeah, we were both wrong, but we're
1: excited about the idea of mm, Sully. You're a little tackle. more
3: wrong than I was. but we'll There's just no degree of wrong.
1: Well, folks, lots to talk about this episode. Obviously, (laughs) we've got ourselves a Craig experience lined up and we've got to take a look at all of the talks around uh, the Chargers, including their tackle situation. Uh, First and foremost, though, Kevin, uh, you're in Florida right now. You were in the line of Hurricane Ian, and uh, we want to make sure everybody wants to know how are you doing? Are you doing okay? Okay.
3: Doing good, man. Went to sleep with some uh, rain and some uh, some light wind, and woke up with the same thing. So we kind of slept through the the craziness. So I just want to thank everyone that DM- We had a lot of people DM me, and I appreciate you guys. Everything's good, and um, you know the family's good. And there's a lot of crazy stuff down here, so it's not good for everyone. But you know, we we are safe, and and uh, you know, I'll get home in one piece. That's for sure. Well, that's all we can ask for is that Kevin gets home in one piece
1: and his family, I guess, all all the other and clan. <laughs> I got a lot members. of little
3: pieces to bring along, but <laughs> right. they're all coming in pieces with me.
1: Um, awesome. Okay, well, glad you're doing good. Um, Yes, let's take a look here now. The Rashawn Slater news is finally official. Uh, per Tom Pelosaro, Chargers left tackle Rashawn Slater suffered a ruptured bicep tendon in Sunday's loss to the Jaguars and is expected to miss the rest of the 2022 season per source. Uh, he's getting surgery. He got placed on IR, and so it's official. He 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 is uh, he is out.
3: Got official official real quick with that you know that tweet.
1: Well, they wanted to be quick about it. I mean, like Kyle said, he was like, just put him on IR. Why are we waiting? Just get him on IR. Get it. Get it done. Get it taken care of. And so, it pretty much
3: happened the next day. And who knows? Maybe I'm still a little too excited about this team Super Bowl run. That's a lot of months away. I'm not saying a bicep heals by super bowl time but i've seen some crazy shit he's got to go like to like mexico and get stem cells and do probably do a lot of illegal stuff but let's make it happen
4: <laughs> is it better though that a, a big injury like this happens at the beginning of the season you get time for the backup to get some time and actually get a little bit of mileage under his belt instead of solier hasn't played a, a snap this happens week 14 and then it's like oh god what are we going to do you know so trying to find that little glimmer of something good. I love something it, Kyle. I love awful, you looking for the uh, the shamelessly I positivity. positivity. It's, uh, I feel bad for the guy. Just he had an absolute insane rookie season. Comes yeah. back, all this expectation, and boom. That's going to be mentally. it has got to be tough for him to to have to try to process and get through because he's going to be on the sideline, not
1: with his team for the whole rest of the year. Well, he had a uh, a good message on his Instagram. If you guys aren't following Rashawn Slater, he basically just had something that said, "Hey." Obviously not the way we wanted it to go, but it's just going to give me more opportunity to get better and get healed and all of that stuff. So if it's, if I believe anybody, I believe Rashawn Slater. He's just that kind of a guy, that kind of character that I expect him to truly mean it when he's talking about getting better and getting, getting fixed up. Um, so as we mentioned, yes, new left tackle per Daniel Popper. Uh, plan is for Jamari Salyer to start at left tackle on Sunday per <laughs> Brandon Staley. Jamari is earning this opportunity coming out of training camp. That was what we felt had happened. And then storm had an opportunity to play now through three games. We feel that we have some evidence that we have to make a change. Staley said of the choice to see Salier slot in over Norton. That's what we're doing. We're making a change to put the best five guys that we feel like give us a chance. So, Wow, basically this is said it. Crazy, yeah. It's Storm, like, we've, had, we've had enough evidence. We've Storm's seen not the it. guy.
3: We've seen it, and they're actually saying it now, like properly saying it now. He's not going to see the field again unless it's some extreme condition. I don't know how much longer he's going to be on the team. To be honest,
4: well, how do you stay on the team? Yeah, like, what, what's yeah. the point of carrying him if he's going to get, hop? He's going to get jumped over by a rookie that doesn't hasn't been playing left tackle, and we're going to have that more confidence in him. Like, okay, all right. Cool. Good good luck, Storm somewhere else. I just I can't understand why he would want to be here either. You know that you're not going to get a fair look at anything here moving forward. You're not the guy for us.
3: Right. Or a fair look, maybe even at another team. Like he's probably a practice squad player on any other team after kind of the performance he put out. So I'm just glad that they made a decision. I know it's not, you know, sometimes it's easier to be like, oh, this thing we don't know. That's way more exciting because we don't know what it is. We haven't seen it play. But I'm genuinely excited to see this kid play. Um I think he's got a lot of potential. We were, we were excited we even got him. We it was surprised that he fell to us when he did.
1: Yeah, the article continued for Solier, he'll move away from guard and revert back to a position he played the last 2 years during his time at Georgia. In Solier's final 2 years in the college ranks at left tackle, he allowed just one sack and posted a pass blocking grade of 86.8 allowing to uh, according to Pro Football Focus. Um that was the position he played in college for us right now. we feel like that's the best option for us going into this game plan, knowing that we have storm Norton as a swing guy and knowing that Trey and Matt Filer have played tackle. uh, This is Staley said, we're going to try and attack this week heading into the game that way. And we're excited about that. Jamari has done a really good job during training camp. He has stayed ready. He's going to be ready for his opportunity. I mean, it's, it's
4: more exciting like we know what we're gonna get out of Storm Norton. Right. So like going into the game, there's not except and this is an opportunity for us as fans to see Jamari, who could be a future like big piece of our offensive line. I think I think Kev, you said it last on the last episode. This is an opportunity for him to solidify himself as that right tackle of the future. Right. I know he's playing left and there's the switching left to right, but Trey's on his last year of his rookie deal, he has been okay. But if Jamari could come out and play like we all hope he's going to, he becomes that right tackle Right tackle once Rashawn comes back. And then you got your two guys. So I, I don't know. This is an exciting move as a fan. I'm excited to see how it's going to go. I wouldn't be excited if it was Storm Norton because I know
3: what to expect. Exactly. Yeah, I And mean, it's not the, to
4: say that he's guaranteed that Jamari is going to just come out and kill it.
3: No. Um, he the may the struggle upside, at first. The upside is more interesting and more fun yeah. as a Charger fan. Exactly. The long
1: term. Yeah, yeah. The one thing that everybody's been wanting to post lately, ever since Jamari got announced, is that clip of him in college going up against, I think it's Aiden Hutchinson, uh, the oh, guy man. who was drafted second overall, and yeah, just putting him in the dirt. So um,
3: he won a. Hey, we got to remember, he won a national championship, and he was going against some of the best college players. Yeah. that that there are. So it's right. not NFL players, but you know, I think if he's most able of the guys that he played against.
4: That, most of the guys he put against in the SEC are now in the NFL.
1: Like, that's right. that's the reality done. of playing in the SEC week to week. So To be able yeah. to at least go up against first-round talent and perform the way that he did is right head and shoulders so far Which above I what just, we can expect from Storm Norton. Sure. I still don't get how
4: he slipped where he did. I'm, I'm just trying to wrap my head around how he was drafted where he was with his performance in the SEC at the tackle position. I guess maybe it's, I don't know if he's a guard or a tackle, but man, it seems like he just fell for,
1: for maybe whatever, I don't still, I can't make sense of how he fell where he did. Right. Diamond Uh, in the rough. And then they, uh, has a quote here, says coach pulled me aside on Monday, told me, uh, kind of told me that they were thinking about it and felt like it was a good option. Sollier said, they asked me how I felt about it. And I said, I felt good. I've played there in college, so I'm excited about the opportunity. Obviously, I didn't take a lot of reps there in training camp and up to this point, but it kind of feels like going back home to me, doing the walkthroughs, kind of getting in the swing of things. I feel pretty comfortable. Honestly, I've had to do it before on a big stage. Obviously, everybody knows about that, Salier said. Up to this point, I've kind of been doing that in practice, even before I got to practice, even before I got to the Chargers. For me, it's kind of just something that is normal for me, Salier added. Uh, you never know what injuries are going to happen, who is going to go down. And I've kind of always been the swing guy on every team I've been on. So I'm excited for the opportunity. Obviously, this is a much bigger stage, but I'm ready to go.
4: Let's go, baby. I'm excited. That's what yeah. you
1: want to hear. what you want to yeah. hear. Um, Let's go. And then uh, Joey Bosa. Obviously, we knew that he went out with a groin injury. Uh, the tweet came out from Ari. Uh, Mirov, uh, the Chargers are placing star defensive end Joey Bosa on IR. Bosa suffered a significant groin injury that will now require surgery during Sunday's loss Jacksonville. They do expect him back this season. So again, like we said, just get him on IR. Get him on IR now. Why are we waiting? Get him on IR. They did it. He's getting the surgery. And uh, from Jesse Morse, MD, Dr. Jesse Morse, uh, tweeted out, Joey Bosa, initially I was concerned about uh educator longest tear, grade three, but that surgery is season ending. Since he will be able to return, this is likely a sports hernia. Usually these take six to eight weeks to feel 100% again. Overall, good news. I mean, it's the best that we could hope for. I mean, that we could see him it's again promising. before the end of the season is awesome. Um, Obviously, yeah. we'd want to get him what back we soon. Need
2: it.
3: Honestly, like and there's something with you know Chris Rumph and some of these other guys giving them more opportunities to get better and you know getting them more snaps. So we saw what Rumpf did in the preseason and he was solid. So let's see if he can. He's not gonna be a Joey Bosa. It's the same with same thing with Sawyer. He's not gonna be a Rashawn Slater, but let's see how good they can be and how mm-hmm. what these reps can do for him. Yeah.
1: Um, in regards to Rump filling in for Bosa, Staley said the good news is that we're going to get uh Bosa back at some point this year. That's the thing about building a team. You want to build a team that can withstand the NFL because that's part of it. Our team is going to rally together, Staley added. Uh, We're going to have to make some adjustments, but I think we definitely have the guys to make adjustments with. And in talking to Chris Rumpf, who will now assume a starting role, uh, it's next man up. The Standard doesn't drop at all. Some things you expect out of Joey, I expect out of myself. So that's the same things I expect out of myself as well. And in regards to learning from Joey and Khalil Mack, he said, yeah, I mean, those are two Hall of Famers. Anytime I'm in the meeting room, we're in a team meeting, I'm always picking their mind. Uh, When they're talking about themselves, I'm always right behind them, just picking up little things that I can apply to my own game. I'm not expecting to be Joey or Khalil, but there's certain things I can take from each one of them and apply to my own game. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, he's saying all the right things. It's just now we get to see what he's all about. I
4: I want to see the motor. I think that's it's always the only thing you can control is your effort. He's still a very young player in the NFL. Uh, but if he's just out there going as hard as he can on every single play, um, I just think good things are going to happen, man. You're going to get a good look with Khalil on the other side, um, taking up majority of the, the extra help and the protection. Mm-hmm this is a huge opportunity for him to step up and make big plays. Um, I know the chargers also went putting Bosa on IR just opens up that roster spot, right? That's why I was like, just put him on IR. Let's get somebody else on the squad. They can start practicing and start moving things around, like getting to understand concept. Um, And we did that. We, we placed Jalen Guyton on IR and picked up that kind of a swing guy that's been around the league Steelers moving around that Derek Tuska Mm -hmm. outside linebacker. Um, we then picked up John Hightower a wide receiver kind of out of nowhere. Uh, it doesn't sound like Bandy is going to be able to get, he's not getting the bump that we had hoped for. Um, after putting Rashawn Slater and Joey Bosa on IR, we promoted Jason Moore and tied in Richard Rogers to the active roster. So as of right now, it doesn't look like Bandy's the next guy up. Um, but, I don't know. It's exciting to see all these new names, um, see who can step up. Maybe that's what we need, a little spark of somebody going out and making some big plays. It's crazy. The the, the roster we opened up with now, DeAndre Carter's our leading receiver. You know, it's like (laughs) guys are stepping up. It's just we have to be consistent. It's just not sloppy, like go out there and execute. I think we should be in good shape.
3: I feel good about this week. I feel good about where some of these other guys that we didn't have in the past are probably going to be coming back. Lindsley had a couple of good days of practice. So I think especially him with a new left tackle coming in, you're going to need a general on the line as, as much as ever. So if, if he can play, I think Herbert's going to have some time. And then if Herbert has time, good things happen.
1: Yeah. Looking at the injury report, um, Everybody was getting in a limited practice. Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert, JC Jackson, Corey Linsley, Donald Parham. All of those guys were limited. Uh, so good to see them at least out there and not, not practicing. Right. And, uh, and this guy showed up on the injury report, Austin Johnson with a shoulder injury, but he was getting in a full practice. So not something that we necessarily saw, but yet, I mean, I, I have to assume that came from the Jaguars game, getting, getting that injury as well. So, Everybody that can practice is practicing, which is awesome to see. We want to see that. Um, And then uh, this kind of came out of nowhere. Daniel Popper tweeted out, Chargers announced former defensive lineman Jamal Williams will be inducted into the team's Hall of Fame during halftime of week seven versus the Seahawks. Williams played 12 seasons in San Diego from 1998 to 2009
3: awesome that's yeah, awesome I, that's I, really cool i love this guy will you ask any of like the older fans from like the 90s they're like who was who like the most dominant player you had lt obviously comes up a lot but right. jamal is well, no joke
4: he's in the conversation that for the last 10 years since he's been on the team was we needed jamal williams we need somebody up front like ever since he left it felt like we had a huge Missing piece of our defense. It was Brandon Mebane. Can he be the next Jamal Williams? Like that's when you know a guy had an impact. It's we're looking. How can He's we replace standard. a guy that hasn't played in the team for thirteen years? We're still like, who's the Jamal Williams that we can go find and pick up? uh Because yeah, he was absolutely dominant. Just a big, gigantic force on the inside. um That's really cool. That's shout out. Uh, if Philip Rivers would just freaking retire already, maybe we could get him in the Hall of Fame as well.
3: Yeah. Well, it was interesting too. Sean Merriman said, "Like you know, I love that guy. Uh, the reason my career started off the way it did was because of him. Because of him oh, wow. taking all these blocks and me getting free and getting yeah, sex yeah, yeah. production, I did. So he was super excited for for him oh, wow. to be able to be inducted. That's that's badass. Absolutely. Um,
1: and then this week, folks, we are playing the Texans. Um, I didn't even realize that." they tied on their first game. I didn't realize we already had a tie game in this yep. season, but apparently yep. we did with uh with them playing the Colts. Uh so they are currently winless right now. They are 0 and 2 with one tie. Um lost to or tied with the Colts, lost to the Broncos and lost to the Bears. Um pretty close games though. I mean, they're all one-score games here as far as their losses. So they're still staying in it. Um
3: what a difference a week makes though, right? Like I oh, if sure. we were here with For these guys, right? I can't say that. I can't no. say that until I see it. No, you know what it, I mean. So that kind of sucks. I don't have that that extreme confidence. I'm still confident we're going to win, but I can't give you a crazy bolt prediction because <laughs> I just you can prove it to me. You can, <laughs> yeah. Just
4: not going <laughs> to be hard to
1: behind really the yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: Um,
1: I mean that is the one thing that uh, that that we haven't talked about is the Houston Texans injury report is. Pretty long. They sizeable. have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve guys
3: Jeez. on the
1: injury report. A lot of them did not practice, about almost more than half of them didn't practice. Um, a couple of them are not injury related of just guys getting some rest, but still, um yeah. they've got a pretty extensive injury report. Now, normally we would look at that and go like, Well, we're looking pretty good for the Chargers. We got a lot of guys on the injury report. Not this week, folks. We are just taking it like every other week another we've every, been hurt we've been hurt we lost a couple of big guys. that got smacked yeah. <clears throat> gun shy. so um yeah looking at the team's statistical rankings on offense i i'm thinking this is this is the texans right yeah okay offense 83 rushing yards they're 27th passing they're 220 23rd overall they're 29th in yardage And on defense, they've allowed 202 average rushing yards, which is the worst in the NFL. That's Uh,
3: insane.
1: Yeah, two hundred twenty-five 200 yards a game rushing is what they're allowing.
4: If,
3: if we cannot get our offense, if we cannot <laughs> get our offense going and the run game going this week, right. it'll never happen. It's, it's just not, not going to happen. happen. Yeah. It won't happen. This is the team to break out of the shell, come full blast out of it, and get good all of a sudden and right. carry this into other weeks. Because if you can't do it now, it's not going to happen.
1: Yeah, it's not a guarantee, but. God dang it! This has to be an opportunity. They've got to go. Come on, Austin. And Um,
4: and when you have the backups, like you put a Jamari Sawyer in there, let him get off the ball and start hitting people. Go straight into these pass sets. Let's uh, establish a run. It's just like that has to be the game plan. We have to establish a run in the first quarter of the game. It just it helps everything. It'll help pressure to the quarterback. Justin won't get hurt. Jamari Sollier kind of gets some rhythm with playing left tackle, firing off the ball. Linemen want to run. They want to run block.
3: Pass blocking um, sucks.
4: Yeah, I, I, think, I think that's got to be the game plan. With the team giving up two, we thought we were bad last year, 200 <laughs> yards a game rushing. It's that's unreal. insane. Against the Indianapolis Colts, yeah, they got John the Taylor, Bears. so it makes sense. The Broncos, they're rushing attack. They fumbled like three times on the goal line or something in that game. Right. Yeah, and then the, yeah. the Bears do have a pretty pretty lethal attack that Khalil Herbert went for like almost 160 yards against them. Wow. Um, because yeah, Justin Fields throw the ball like 12 times a game. So they did face some pretty run heavy teams, um, but we have to, I mean, we got to get one 30 in this game just has to happen. It okay. has
1: to happen. And what else has to happen is you have to go over to chargerchat.com. <laughs> you have to check out all the cool stuff we've got over there. T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. Uh, chat it up with other Charge Chatteteers in our member section and ask questions and ask Bold Fam. Go check it out. You have to do it. ChargerChat.com. Do it. All right, gang. Well, now it's time to go on to the next segment. You know them. You love them. It's the Craig Experience.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: Come on in, man. Kick your feet up. Duh. Oh, great experience. Hello there. Make yourself at home. Got some stuff to talk about, right? Moving on. Been the better part of a week now, and we've had time to stew in it, uh, dwell on it. And there's time to move on, man, because we have the Texans up next, and the next game is always the most important one. So let's work to put this one behind us, talk about a few things, and Look forward to this week. So with that said, CC gang, the biggest of salutes into the rest of the bowl fam. What's going on? Sky Craig in Texas, still in Texas, just not at home. And uh, welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of the Craig Experience. Let's roll. Hey folks, allow me to first apologize for the uh, sound quality or lack thereof in this video. Of course you can see and I mentioned before I'm not at home so I don't have all my regular stuff and uh just trying to make it happen I had to take a little bit of an emergency family trip so again please forgive your boy but let's talk about what we need to talk about anyway I won't keep you very long um how do we move past last week well what other choice do we have uh we have the remainder of the season left and all is not over. I know there's a lot of doom and gloom going on in Chargerland. A bunch of people have kind of thrown in the towel already. And you know, I can kind of sort of understand why, but with that being said, I mean, what's the point of supporting a team when you're only around for the highs? So right now, just got to throw all the good vibes toward the team. And hopefully uh, you know, they can make another run. Well, continue to make a run here, get back on track and uh, everything they have is still in front of them. Uh, of course. You got two very key injuries, and Joey Bosa, who's probably out for over a month, and uh, Rashawn Slater, Mr. Babyface Bully, who's more than likely out for the entire season, which led to a bunch of questions about the offensive line situation, whether or not Storm Norton was going to be protecting uh, Justin Herbert's blind side, which probably didn't seem like the greatest thing, being that the guy already has busted ribs, and Storm has not looked very good at all. In comes Jamari Sawyer, which I started a lot of being for because uh, the guy's played up and down the uh, offensive line in his college career. I mean, it still has to be proven in the NFL, but uh, take this for what it's worth. In high school, he was uh, shutting down Aiden Hutchinson uh, at their all star game. From there in college, you so saw him produce at Georgia versus uh, Michigan. And uh, Not saying that that's going to be a week in and week out thing. Hutchinson's a rookie in the league, also, but um, he was the golden boy pretty much in this year's uh, on the defensive side of the ball in this year's draft. And Jamari proved that he can definitely hold his own against someone of that ilk. So he's got a little bit of the pedigree coming through the ranks from college to high school. And uh, although he's not the ideal field or athletic ability or profile for the position, uh. I can't see it being much worse than what we were getting from Storm. So it's worth a shot. And at least what it shows you is that the uh, staff is considering everything and they're actually evaluating these guys and allowing them, you know, somewhat to get some action based on ability. Uh, Can't say productivity at this point because Jamari's not played in the game yet. But we already know what Storm is. We've got more than a season's worth of uh, action to identify that. And what we've seen thus far in this year hasn't voted very well for him. So, um, in addition to that, with Joy being out, we're going to have to see more Chris Rumpf and Kyle Van Noy. Um, it's now time for Rumpf to step up, and it's time for Kyle to show some of that veteran presence and take um, an even bigger leadership role come in and do what they can to help uh, quell some of that loss from joy. Uh, it's going to have to be a team effort. They're going to have to manufacture pass rush some way. Can't leave it all on Khalil because what you end up with is basically the same situation Joy was in last year where teams are just doubling on him and nothing's coming from the opposite side. So, uh, hopefully they can make it happen. I'll leave it up to Staley um, to come up with some pretty decent schemes. Probably going to have Derwin doing what he's been doing but maybe even rushing a little bit more Um, coming from up the middle of the defense on the edges you know everything that DJ3 does Uh, okay so you know another name real quick that I would like to see get some run because I liked what he did in the preseason was Carlo Kemp Uh, hopefully they call him up think he's still around in the practice squad and uh, maybe he can get a little run in a rotation Maybe it becomes a three man thing and it helps to free Van Noy up to still play in the middle of the field a little bit. We'll see. Uh, just some stuff that's rolled off the top of my head. Uh, so let's get into what I want to see versus the Texans. And I'm just going to keep pounding the table for it. The run game has to get going. Especially since you have a quarterback that's playing at probably about 75-80% clip health-wise. Uh, Joe, I'm sorry, uh, Justin still made some incredible throws last week but he was also still taking a bunch of unnecessary shots. Uh, let's not talk about him being in the game when the game was well out of hand. Um, get the ball, manufacture touches for Austin Eckler. All the hype with Joshua Kelly this offseason. What was it about if you're not going to allow the dude to take meaningful snaps in the game? Um, I don't know what's going on with Isaiah Spiller, Sony Michelle is you know there's not really much to talk about in that regard overall just the run game as a whole is completely non-existent i'm still an old-fashioned sports for um, about sports football in particular i'm an old-fashioned football dude in the way that i believe in the run game um, even if it's not the strongest aspect of your offense it still has to be a viable one teams need to respect it because the Chargers like to run a lot of play action pass and um, if you don't have at least a respectable run game that ain't gonna fly how the charges get off a lot of their deep shots, and teams just don't care right now. They're not fighting on it because if you know you can't make anything threaten the second level of a defense to maybe break for longer in the run game, then good luck, and you're not helping Justin out at all either. So, uh, so look again. Brighter days are coming. I believe that. Uh, I still have faith in this coaching staff. I still have faith in the team. Uh, ultimately, I still have faith in number 10, but he's only one man. And the rest of the team is going to have to rally around him and come together to try to overcome these injuries. And we're going to see exactly what this Chargers squad is made of. I mean, I feel like they made it the right stuff. Uh, you've got a head coach who, again, we know he says all the right things. And um, as far as leadership style, it's something that the guys have gravitated towards. So if they really back him and they trust him, I don't think the effort's gonna be an issue. I just think, you know, whether or not the planning and execution comes together is going to be what uh, really is the thing we have to keep an eye on. But again, I don't have any doubt about it at this point. Uh, Again, it's still early. There's a lot of adjustments to be made. I mean, other teams have to go through their stuff, so it won't be perfect for everyone. Can look at it this way. We got pretty much the soul-snatching injuries out of the way, like the worst ones for the most part. And we've gotten a super embarrassing loss out of the way. Those are typically two things that happen in most Chargers seasons. Generally, they're a little bit more spread apart. Let's just look at it this way. We got it out of the way in the first few games of the season. So, that's it. Uh, you know, we'll just keep moving forward, guys. Let's keep supporting this team. Don't give up. It's not time for that. So, until the next one, it been your boy you-know-who. T-O-P underscore F-L-Y-T-3 on Twitter. Also, I don't have no have any charges of parallel today because of kind of having the freestyle all this. But Mr. Bolt Ganger don't bang regardless. I don't need any of this stuff on for you to know that you know exactly what it is. And uh again guys, just stay bolted up and keep the team lifted up and let's get past this week and move on onwards and upwards. And our guys will get it situated, we'll get it figured out. So let's look forward to that. So again, until next time, stay bolted up, and okay, love you, bye. Craig, I can forgive the
1: bad audio, but next time, don't record in a peacock farm. You, <laughs> I don't know what was going on. I don't know who was screaming in the background, but hopefully, you're eating them for dinner right now. Um, <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Craig. Again, as always, for Thanks, taking dude. a look at uh, all of those, all of that stuff. It's. Uh, it's a lot to digest. I mean, again, week 3, I mean, we're still kind of looking back on it going like what happened. Like, we're still trying to kind of yeah, process it. So talking together and, and and getting our getting our feelings out there I think is very helpful. Um and again, I'm I'm excited for this next game. I'm ready for a new game. I'm ready for that game to be in the past. Time to look forward to the future and see what this team can do against a team that has the worst defensive rushing stats in the NFL. Please, come on, take advantage if, of. It. If there's an obvious place to attack, like
4: there's no more obvious thing, let's go after it. Come on, right? But if we can see the it,
3: they can away. see it, and so can the other yeah. team. They they know it. So just go and pose your will come and on, make guys. it happen. Yeah.
1: Um. All um, right. right. Well, again, Craig, thank you. And yeah, thanks, uh, Craig. now it's time uh, to come up with some Bolt predictions. <laughs> It is, uh, it's tough. I know after a week three that we just saw, but let's let's get bold. Let's get let's get excited. Let's get hype. What can we come up with for this upcoming game? Kev, go ahead.
3: All right. So I am looking. I looked at all these games leading up, and I was like, okay, I have some bold ideas for each one of these games and what to pick. Had to walk my back a little bit because it was just too extreme. I had them winning by like 25 points. 26.0. Points, oh, so stupid. So for this week, <laughs> I think just to be kind of like let's let I need to get back on track as much as the team needs to get back on track. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm going to go Chargers. I think we're going to score. I'm I, I'm not that worried about scoring this <laughs> week. I think, gonna gonna I think we're going to have Keenan back. I think we're going to have some guys back. And I think our defense will play better than they did last week. So I <laughs> think this is going to be uh 27 to 14. Wow, oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah. And I think That's we're going to so have, I think we're going to have 100 and 130 yards uh, rushing at least. Um, All right. And Herbert's going to, you know, have a nice game to say over 300 again. Okay. That's crazy because
4: my, pertur- I just, we need to say it at the same time because I feel <laughs> like the same it's thing? Too- I had 27 13. You had 28. <laughs> you had 27 14. So, yep. Pretty much identical. I have it 27 13 and, Eckler just has to get in the end zone. He's he's going to have two touchdowns. Like he has to. This is yeah. the game to get him jump started, get back in the right. I don't know. He scored 20 touchdowns last year. He had 0 right. through 3 games right now. So I yeah. have him having two touchdowns, 27-13 win. Yeah, that Love absolutely that. has to change.
1: Um all right. I'm going to go uh Chargers win. Um I'm just going to go simple. I'm going to say 21-10 and I'm going to say that um JC Jackson comes back, gets himself an interception. Okay.
3: I like that. I like that. So we we all have him winning by more than 10. So that's good. God, we have to like we just yeah. have to get back on to. track here. Right. This yeah. is something team. where it, and it's selfishly so- something where the fan base can be like, okay, that was a that was a fun win. Like so, yeah. Yeah. some fun stuff happened, we walk out of it because there's so many sad people in there. I know there's a lot of you out there and be you, do you. But it does bring down some of the rest of us a little bit. So I'm hoping something comes out of that where some of the really, really annoyed fans are like, you know what, that was good. I like this. I'm, well, I'm, I'm really back on board again. Let's go.
4: Right. Last time we played these guys last
1: year, things did not go well for us. So we have some redemption that is absolutely needed. We're good at getting redemption. We're good at playing against teams where we had a bad loss and we were like, you know what, we're coming back. We're going to yeah. kick your ass. So this is yeah. that opportunity. So let's do it. Um, awesome. Okay, well. It's a short one, folks. We, you know, it's not too much has transpired, but I think we got everything out on this Friday episode. So I think that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay. Love you. Bye. Okay. Love you. Bye. Okay. Love you. Bye.